Provocative Podcast. All right, guys, it's a new week. I'm feeling good. I think this acupuncture is actually really helping with my like energy because I feel I I feel good today. Like, am I? Am I also be that I actually got to sleep in a little bit today? I was going to do uh, my own cardio today. Today this morning, like I've been waking up like every day like around seven thirty, and today I was like. Listen, my body felt kind of tired. I did Pilates, and Pilates are just so hard. I do it on Tuesdays, and you guys know that it's it's not typical Pilates. It's it's Le Gray or whatever, and so it's it's a lot tougher. And my body was tired this morning, so I slept until nine, and then I had my hair cut, my hair appointment, not a cut, just like uh, to color all my grays. So I have like a fresh. If you're watching on YouTube, my hair's freshly blown out, girls. You know the kind of confidence it gives you when you do a blowout. You just feel like you can conquer the world and get any guy you want. Um, but I already got my man's. He doesn't really like my blowout look, even though it's very similar to my curl look. You like this one, babe? I feel like the curls just go opposite ways. The curls are just, they're supposed to give you volume. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, I feel good. I got my hair done, and I just, like, have good energy today. So I hope that if you're listening, the good energy passes through whatever object you're using to listen so that you can have a good day today. All right, let's do the intro before we get into today's podcast. All right, so I had talked to you guys about the book that I picked up recently. I haven't read any more of it. I've had such a busy, like, honestly, a busy month. Every single day I have like five to-do list things to do and like work-wise and just it's been really busy. So I haven't really found the time to sit down and read. And I've also haven't made the time okay to read but it's the super attractor by gabrielle bernstein um i think that's how you pronounce her last name um my friend uh Brittany is the one that recommended it to me and it's methods for manifesting a life beyond your wildest dreams she just finished it and the first few pages that i was reading were really good i think i'm like halfway between chapter one so it's they're pretty long chapters too um So anyways, that's a book that I just picked up in case you guys want to pick it up. Super Attractor by Gabrielle Bernstein. Okay. Uh, Especially if you need a little bit of help of man, like trying to, if you're wondering, okay, how can I manifest the life that I want? She gives you like tips and things to do in order to put yourself in that mindset. All right. Second little intro guys. I finally, as you guys know, I got my period last week. And I finally weighed myself on Saturday, which was a big thing for me. I thought I wasn't going to weigh myself until next month um, because I just didn't know when my period was going to get here. And I was kind of waiting for my period to get here so I could weigh myself and kind of like, all right, once I get my period, my hormones are starting to get back on track. And I didn't want to weigh myself in the sense just because like I didn't want to like mess up my mindset. But I was talking it over with Chris and I was like, I kind of want to weigh myself though because I'm I feel like it will give me a good perspective of where I'm at right now and how far away I'm at to achieve the body that I like my balance body right um so and I know I shouldn't put it's not about the weight I think it's more of like the way that I look and feel and if I know that I'm closer to that weight then it's like okay I'm on the right track I'm making I know that the progress that I'm making and the the effort that I'm putting daily is paying off, right? And that's a good thing. So uh, I was like, I'm gonna weigh myself Saturday because we were talking about it Friday night. And he was like, okay, let me know if you want me to look at it and you don't want to look at it. Um, And also like, I was like, well, I kind of want to know if I'm like 10 pounds over. So my weight was not compared to my prep weight by no means. I don't want to be that lean. That's not 
my ideal way. I don't like to look that way. My ideal way is what um, I am when I'm closest to my summer body, which is 127 and 125. 125 when I'm like going really hard and 127 is like, this is where I feel good. My abs are popping. I feel really good about myself and the way my body looks. So I was like, I kind of want to know roughly how far away I'm from that. And if I'm still really far away, then it's like, okay, maybe I need to cut back on some unnecessary snacking that I've been doing or letting myself get away with. You know, when I eat my little chocolate here, I'll get a few little chips here, things like that. So way to myself Saturday. And guys, if you watch my story, you already know I was only five pounds away from 127. So I woke up at 132. I was literally shocked, shocked because I wasn't expecting that. And I like was like, oh my God, what if I'm like at 140, 145, I'm going to flip out just because that's not, I haven't been that heavy since my depression state post breast augmentation in 2013. I have not weighed over 134, 135 since then. And so if I weigh that now, obviously I have more muscle and everything. I still was going to be a little bit upset because I'm like, okay, damn, then I did really let myself go. But I weighed in 132 guys and I was jumping up and down. I was so happy. I was like, just, I was like, okay, good. Now I know that I've, if I want to get to 127, I just got to cut back on the slacking. I, uh, on the snacking, I know what I need to do. I can obviously up my cardio a little bit, um, get more steps throughout the day. And just for me, honestly, it would have just been like cut out the snacking. And also like we go out to eat right now that I've been off prep. We've been, we've been going out to eat a little bit more frequently. Um, and not bad things, but obviously when you cook from home, you can count everything and you can make sure that you're on track with everything. So regardless, I'm not trying to put my any pressure on losing weight or anything. Summer is not right around the corner. I don't care. But I'm actually feeling a lot better within my body now. I can actually wear crop tops and feel confident again because I wasn't at that point, as you guys know, like a few weeks ago. So I'm feeling good, guys. So little update with that. And then um, New Year resolutions. OK, so I want to we're going to be talking about this today too, because we're about to reach the end of the month. Right. And I feel like this is a point where a lot of people are either really still going strong. It's half of you girls are still going strong or half of you are like, you've already slacked off because things got a little bit hard and life got in the way a little bit. And you keep telling yourself, well, it's only January. I'll have way more. I have what? 11 more months to get to where I want to be. But that's not always the case guys, because habits are built now. This is where you need to start building your habits, but we'll get into today's topic. Cause that'll be in it. I just wanted to share guys. I'm proud of myself because my new year resolutions besides financial and stuff like that, those are like, they're not monthly goals. Um, I am working on like being more, like I told you guys more patient with my body and things like that, even though it's been really hard. I'm giving myself props because today I could have been like, no, fuck it. You're tired. Go fucking run three miles. And I was like, listen, your, your body's telling you that it's really, really tired. Just sleep in. If your body's feeling better later, do some cardio later. You're fine. So I'm really proud of myself for doing that. Secondly, I don't know if I shared this with you guys on the podcast, but one of my new year's resolutions was to give my man more head. And I, <laughs> cause he's laughing right now. I am doing a good job, right, baby? I am. What do you mean? How many times has it been? It's been like at least twice a week that I'm giving you head. Nah. Yes. Listen, ladies, listen. I am just not 
a fan of like, I'm just not a fan of blowjobs. Like I'm just like, I'm not one of those girls who's like, yeah, I love it. Give me dick in my mouth. Like I just don't, I'm not like that. And I love my man's dick, but I have to be in the mood, right? Like my mindset is always going a thousand miles an hour. I'm thinking about work. I'm thinking about cleaning. I'm thinking about the pups. I'm thinking about my body. I'm, I, there's like so many things I'm thinking about, right? The last, the honestly, the last thing on my mind is like getting on my knees and giving my man some, some suck. Okay. It's not, but I did put it on my new year resolution that I wanted to do it more for him. Right. And get out of like the, it's not about me. It's about him. Right. So I feel like I've been doing an okay job, but apparently not. Listen, the other day, ladies, we had a fucking reservation, right? We got home hella late from the gym because we were like, we went to the gym. I went to the mall to help Brittany pick out an outfit. And then we got home and we were like, okay, he's like, you have less than an hour to get ready. Like you have to get ready. Like I wasn't redoing my hair and makeup, thankfully, because I didn't sweat too much, but I had a touch up. I had a touch of my hair. I had a touch of my makeup. I had to rinse my body because I obviously went to the gym. I was like, okay, I'm going to rinse my body. And he's like, you have less than an hour. We got to get out the door in less than an hour. But he also wanted some sex and he wanted some suck. Well, he didn't want it. I was like, I'm gonna give you some suck right now. So I gave him some suck. It was like a 10 minute suck. Finished him off. We had some sex. I had 20 minutes to get ready, guys. I put his needs before mine. All right. And I was like, fuck it. If I look trashy at dinner, I look trashy at dinner. <laughs> my man's going to get taken care of. So I just wanted to share that because I feel like I'm doing pretty good. Could I bump it up to three times a week? Maybe. Okay. I will put that in my notes to do list. Okay. But proud of myself because that's something like, obviously not as important to some people as like financial goals or whatever fitness goals, but it was a goal that I had set for myself in my relationship. <laughs> Why are you laughing? What's your goal? You have, what have you done? You didn't know it was a goal? Yeah. Okay. So all right, little funny uh, into my life right there because I haven't shared uh, personal shit like that in a while. All right, so today's episode is about hard truths, right? And I want to say this before we get into today's topic. There's going to be a lot of me up in your face telling you, like, are you doing enough? But I want to say, like, guys, if you're listening to me, you know, I love you girls. I really do. And I, I'm not anyone to tell you what to do or that I, I'm not here to make you feel like less than, or that you're not doing enough in your life. Please, please, please don't, don't think that I'm just here to be that person. If you don't have someone to fire, to light a fire up in your ass, like maybe your family's not as supportive. Maybe you don't have friends in your circle that uh, see your vision and you need someone to tell you, Hey bitch, like, stop slacking, snap out of it and do the work. And that's what I feel like I'm here for you to do is to, to motivate you girls as much as I can to, um, to reach that next level that you guys want to reach. So I just want to say that by all means, I'm not here to make you feel less or make you feel like shit. I do not want you to finish listening to my episode and feel less than, you know, or feel shitty about yourself when you finish this episode. No, I want you to feel empowered. I want you to feel like, I want you to take a look in your life and be like, damn, okay, what it, what do I need to fix or what do I need to do to elevate myself? That's it, right? If there's things that you can do to elevate yourself. So just want to state that. All right. So obviously with the new year's resolutions, like I said, it's the end of the month. And I feel like a lot of 
we're always, it's always 50, 50, you know, some people are still going strong and some people are not right. And the first thing to, to, that you set up as an excuse is, well, I still have 11 months to, to get to that goal. Yes. And, and the grand s- s- scheme of things, you have 11 months to get your life together, but you're going to be more successful at reaching your goals. If you start now, if you start building the habits that you need now versus six, seven months down the road, because guys, life will always get in the way. It will always get in the way. There will always be something that comes up that will be hard to navigate with whatever goal, personal, financial, a tire, you, you, you busted your tire or here comes a rock because that asshole in front of you went on the curb and a rock comes and flies into your windshield. Now you got to fix your windshield and you don't have insurance happen to us or the coverage or whatever, or, you know, your baby got sick and now you have a medical, but like things will always come up. Right. But if you can start now and start building habits and find ways to navigate through those hard situations so that you can come out stronger at the end, I promise you the version of yourself at the end of the year is going to be so much stronger than if you were to start six, seven months down the road. Yeah, you're gonna grow in those three months because if you start in September, yeah, four months left till the end of the year, you're gonna grow. But if you started now, imagine that. Imagine what you learn from now to September. So many things can happen from here to then. So please, if this is a little reminder to you, if you have been slacking off these last few days or you're like, oh, I still have time, Bitch, get your life together. Get it together and and start now. Start building new habits now. And it's not you're not gonna be perfect like every day. Promise you, you're not. I'm not. There's still goals that I write down for my weekly list that, you know, I don't get done. And that's okay. I can push it on to the next week, but I make sure that I I'll get it done. I'll get it done at some point that month. I'll get it done. And like I said, not every day is going to be perfect. Things will come up. But as long as you're giving your best that day and you can take that day, you can look at that day. Um, how can I say it? You can look at your day at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, sit down and reflect what you went through that day and say, okay, how did I handle the situation? Could I have handled it better? And if you can, that's already progress. You're looking within and you're looking at yourself and saying, okay, I made a mistake here or I could have done better here and going forward, I'm going to do better. So that's it. That's all I have to say about the new year resolutions. Um, also, if you made something, you've already accomplished them. Fuck yeah, guys reward yourself because you know, I'm not talking about little resolutions. I'm talking about big, even little resolutions. You should reward yourself. But I think one of the things that we're not good at sometimes is rewarding ourselves for doing good things. And I'm not saying you should expect a reward from other people or life in general, but you yourself, if you did a good job this month, go take yourself out for a little date, go to lunch by yourself, go, you know, maybe you've been wanting a massage for a long time. Go, you deserve it. Go take yourself for that massage. And I promise you, you're going to want to work harder again next month for that massage. I tell my friends all the time. I have girls all the time that are like, I'm doing really good. This month I had a great month. I really, there's, I've been wanting a a new bag for like the longest time, but like maybe next month, maybe if I get two more grand next month, I'm like, no, if you can get it, can you get it now? And they're like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I can get it now. Did you reach the goal that you wanted to reach? Yes. Okay. What did you say? You said when you reached that goal, you were going to get the bag now, right? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, but now you're letting yourself guilt trip you to believing that you're not worthy of that bag, that you don't deserve it until you get X more money. No, fuck that. You put that goal that if you made X amount of money this month, you were going to get a new bag, go buy you that bag. Because I promise you that bag is something you worked hard for. Hey, 
money doesn't buy happiness, but materialistic things can, and it makes you feel good. So go buy that bag. And then next month, you're going to fucking want to work your ass off because you did such a good month and you're going to want to keep working harder and you're going to want to keep working harder. And you're not going to feel tired and burnt out because you are allowing yourself to be happy and reward yourself for all the hard work that you're putting into your life. So just want to state that. All right. So the other reason I wanted to talk about these hard truths, because it was because honestly, uh, someone pissed me off. Okay. All right. So as you guys know, uh, it was after I, I weighed myself, they pissed me off. I didn't win my pro card. And I put that down just because you work hard doesn't mean you'll win. I didn't. You guys knew that if you listen to the podcast that I genuinely wanted the pro card more than anything, right? I, I worked, I gave my, this prep 110% and more. like I gave it every inch of me I literally poured my soul into my last prep and I don't think I can ever say that I did as much two years ago I did the same but I quit before um but I literally did everything I could and towards the end dude only I know how hard it was for me to I was fighting some demons up in there in my mind I was like dude I don't know if I can do two more weeks of this like I was legit like the last two weeks like the week from my chicago competition to my vegas competition felt eternal like it felt never ending and every day there was days where i'm like fuck can i keep going can i keep going but i just fucking kept going i was like no shut that voice down you got this you're gonna keep going nothing guaranteed me the pro card nothing and everyone who competes wants that everyone does and everyone feels like they deserve it right and it goes to show that just because you put in hard work does not mean you're going to be rewarded and it does not mean you're going to win. I'm sorry, but that's just life. And you should not go through life thinking that just because you work hard, you're going to get something at the end of it. Because let me tell you something, 90% of the time you're going to be very disappointed. And if you're not going to try to do something because you're scared that you are not going to win or because there's not a reward in that, do you want to be that type of person? Because I don't. I don't want to go through my life not trying to do something because I'm not going to win or because I don't think that the reward is going to be there. The reward is me learning and growing through that process and waking up every day and knowing that, damn, I'm doing shit that not a lot of people do. I'm putting in work for myself. I'm going through this amazing process and growing and learning and being a fucking better version of myself. Why do I want to be med mediocre? Why do I want to wake up every single day and just go through life? I don't want to. Do you? You got to ask yourself that. Do you? Are you okay with that? Because if you're okay, then that's fine. But I'm not. And the reason I'm saying this is because someone asked me after I posted on my story that I weighed myself, right? And that my mind was fucking with me saying like, thinking that I was way over than what I thought. I thought, like I said, I was going to be in the 140s and I was telling them on my story that that's how body dysmorphia is. You know, you think your mind will play these games on you that to make you think that you're worse than what you really are. And I shared that because when I don't ever share my shit to brag or to feel pity, Oh God, please do not feel pity for me or feel bad for me. Cause I, no, I am not that type of person. I share my shit because I will say that I get, get it all the time that I'm not relatable because I, it looks like I have a perfect life, which in reality, I don't like I do for me. I love my life. I think my life is perfect, but it's because I work at it every single day. 
right? I've worked really hard to get the house that I love. I've worked really hard for my fucking marriage. I've worked really hard for every, I don't know why I said fucking marriage, but I've worked because some people think it's easy. No, 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 it's not. I work hard for my marriage. I work hard for my body. I work hard for a lot of things, guys. It's not just handed to me. So it's sometimes people are like, well, your life isn't relatable. No. And I get it because I share the highlights of my life. So I'm trying to share my issues too. I just don't want to be like a Debbie Downer and just share issues because that's not who I am either. But if I'm sharing something, it's because I truly think that that what I'm sharing can help some of you. It's because I can, I'm thinking even if one person woke up today feeling shitty about themselves or with body dysmorphia, I want them to look at my story today. If they looked at it and be like, damn, I'm not alone. And if she's conquering it, I can too. That's all I, that's all I care about. If it can help one person. And it did. A lot of girls were like replying, like, thank you so much. It makes me feel really good. It makes me feel like I'm not alone. And obviously they were sending me positive messages, but I had a girl that was like, well, I don't know why you do that to yourself. If you know your hormones are going to be wrecked at the end. Like, I don't know why you put yourself through prep. If you know that your, your, uh, comeback is going to be so much harder. And I'm like, I put myself, I knew the consequences going into this. I knew that the hormones were going to be tough on me, on someone who has endometriosis. It's even worse, right? I knew that, but I was not going to let that stop me for trying to be great, for trying to put myself out of my comfort zone and try to accomplish something that I felt like I deserved to prove to myself. It's not going to, and that goes with anything in life. Do you think that I'm going to start a business? Cause I think, oh yeah, this business for sure is going to be a million dollar business. No, I might fail and that's okay. No, nothing is ever going to be guaranteed no matter what it is in life. But you have, if you're not going to try to do something because it's not guaranteed to win because it's not going to guaranteed success, you are going to be mediocre for the rest of your life. And I cannot imagine a life where that's the person that I want to be. I, I, lit- I can't. And I would hope that if you're listening, you can't either. So it just really pissed me off. I got out of the bathroom and I told her, I was like, this person is pissing me the fuck off because it's not about the reward at the end. I wanted that win. I did. I, I wanted that win so bad, but I didn't get it. And I do not regret going through prep and dealing with all this. Like, yeah, I'm dealing with all the hormone shit and it sucks ass dude. But I can truly say that. Look at what I fucking accomplished. Look how lean I got. Look at the person that I, the, like I came out of there a fucking whole different beast guys. I, I just feel like I can literally, if I can do a prep on my own, I can, I can do anything. I am not fearful of anything except obviously like heights and shit. But I like, I feel like I can accomplish anything now. Like literally, I think that was the one thing that was kind of holding me back because if you guys know, dieting is the hardest part of prep too. If I can do that with the two hours of cardio, with, you know, saying, putting all my things that I love on hold, going out with friends, going out on dates, really putting time into my marriage. If I was able to sacrifice that, you know, in, and still be happy, even though I didn't win guys, that's, that just shows character. It just shows that you want to be better and that you want to have personal growth. And so that's the reason that I fucking did it. You know, obviously I wanted to win, like I said, but I'm rewarded in the growth that I achieved during those last, what, three months, three and a half months that I prepped. So to answer that person's question, I hope that that's not who you are. 
And, you know, yeah, the hormones suck and I knew it was going to happen, but I'm, I'm doing, I'm already healing guys. I'm doing everything that I can to heal. And I just had to be patient. I'm still being patient. I'm still working. I mean, I'm not completely healed with my hormones. I'm going to keep working on them, but you know, look, I'm already, I want to say literally 70% better, 70% better in a in a month's two months span time and you know just what i earned in the lot and during prep i'm always going to take with me for the rest of my life if i have to sacrifice right now and struggle a little bit that's fine with me for everything else that i achieve so a little motivational talk for you there because uh you know i also put for a new job position just because you want it doesn't mean you're going to get it but should you not try you should try because you never know what you're going to get. You don't know what life lesson you're going to learn. And that's what, like I said, with anything in life, just because you want it doesn't mean you're going to get it, but you want to try it, right? So put that down too, because you know not everyone can relate with prep, but you can relate with job or whatever it is that you're wanting in life. All right, number two, I put, no one owes you shit. And I think this generation that's coming up needs to hear it more than anyone. I think as we've gotten older, you you kind of realize that. No one owes you shit. Your parents don't know you shit. Your friends don't know you shit. No one does. And things are not just going to be... To some people, it seems like things are handed to them and that's fine, you know? Sometimes, you know, their parents want are able to give them things. But in life, generally, no one owes you anything. And the more you can understand and grasp that concept and go through life thinking that way, to be honest, the happier you'll be and you won't be as disappointed when things don't go your way. There's plenty of times where I want something and, you know, it just, it doesn't happen. And it doesn't mean that the universe doesn't want me to have it. It's just, it's not meant for me. And it, I don't go through life thinking like, oh, my friends are going to give me this because I deserve it. No, no one owes you shit. Your parents don't need to be paying your bills. They don't need to be doing what X, Y, Z that they're doing. You need to be the one in control of your life. You are. Because that's where real real responsibility is made. And you can really appreciate the things that you have. And I think the more that people start thinking that their parents or people owe them is when they start playing more of that victim card. And as you guys know, in my podcast, we talk about it all the time. We don't play the victim card here. Why did this happen to me? Why don't I deserve this? You just do. It's how you're, the cards that you were dealt with, now you got to navigate it. Now you got to think, okay, what am I going to do with this situation? Can't play the victim card forever, baby girl. You can't. So no one owes you shit. And also do good without expecting stuff. Like just because I do good or I give good things to my friends or I do this for other people doesn't, doesn't mean that I should expect something in return. That's not, that's not how life works. I mean, I know for some people it does, but I do good because I do believe that good comes back to those who do good. And it may not be an instant gratification and it may not be, oh, because I did this for you, you have to do something for me because I don't ever expect anything in return. But I know that good things happen to me. The universe gives me good things in different ways, right? So I just do good, give good to other people because I know that good will come back to me in some way form. It could be an energy. It could be like just my health, me being healthy. It doesn't have to be actual things handed my way, like materialistic or financial, whatever it could be, but I'm already winning. If I just wake up healthy guys, just showing gratitude for my health, for my family being alive, for just good things aligning my way. Right? So 
do good without being without expectations and don't please don't go through life expecting shit in return or thinking that you know the world or people owe you shit because no one no one's entitled to owe you anything ever ever whatever the situation is and sometimes it sucks you can be like well they should have told me that they were doing this xyz there's a reason why they didn't people will always put themselves first you would put yourself first and i would hope that you put you put yourself first i do think in certain situations conversations should be had right some sometimes yeah like our friendship was long enough you should have told me right like but like i said a lot of the times people truly believe no one owes you shit so if you live in a in a life where you can wrap your your mind around that you'll be a lot happier too all right the i'm just not lucky card guys we play there's a lot of people who play this card i'm just not lucky it they're so lucky it just happens for them and that's not the case guys it's not luck it's opportunities come with preparedness they were prepared i will say sometimes yes people are born into rich families or whatever and things seem to they that they align with them right but you're only looking at at it from the outside you don't know what's going on and the inside you don't know the drama you don't know what's really happening in that family right but i will say it's not luck it's preparedness we've gotten and i'm i'm speaking from obviously personal experience we've gotten to where we are because we've been prepared because we have put ourselves in places for the opportunities to come right and sometimes I'm not saying like prepared as in like physically, like, cause sometimes you're not prepared on to take on a task, right? But you have to learn through the process. I mean, I've put myself in situations so that opportunities can come. I've driven 10 hours. We've driven 10 hours to be in an environment where we're going to be surrounded by people that are going to help us grow, right? You have to put yourself in situations where opportunities can come. Stop putting yourself Stop working your nine to five job, coming home, going to sleep and not putting yourself in situations where opportunities can come. Go to the meet and greet your work is happy having. So maybe you can, you know, make some connections. If your friend is telling you, hey, come to this event with me so that you can meet X, Y, Z. Come to this professional dinner. Come here. That's where opportunities come. That's where your quote unquote luck comes. Not by you doing the same thing every day, going home, not meeting people, staying in your little bubble. You're not going to grow anywhere. And then looking on Instagram, you're like, oh, damn, they're so lucky because they got to X, Y, Z. No, no. They just put themselves out there. You have to be willing to put yourself out there and be open to new opportunities. If you're not, you're going to stay in the same place for the rest of your life. Go put yourself out, get out of that comfort zone. And it's scary as shit, guys. It's really scary. And I mean, it's still scary for me meeting new people, going to things by my new, by myself. And it's, you know, sometimes it's really scary, but I, I know that that's the best way for me to get out of my comfort zone, comfort zone and grow. And it's a place of meeting people. I can't tell you how many times just from random conversations, we've been able to meet people and just be like, oh shit, like I didn't know that. Now we learned something. And now we made this connection that if we need down the road, we can have right now, to be honest with the new business project that we're doing, we have made really good connections that we're literally like, we don't, we haven't even thought about till 
we'll have our our meetings and we're like, oh shit, you know what? This person would be really good to connect us with this person. That Now that we know this person, they can connect us with this person, right? And we would never meet those people if we didn't get out of our comfort zone, if we didn't make an effort, right? So it's getting out of your comfort zone and, and really embracing the opportunity so new things can come. It's not just about luck. Some people, yeah, you can say it's luck. They won the lottery or whatever. But most of the time, guys, it's hard work. It's being prepared for the opportunities to come into your life. So, and like I said, um, when you, I put, are you feeling prepared to the, okay, I put it, I'm looking at my notes. Sometimes it's just the energy being in a good energy, energetic state to receive those opportunities, right? If you're depressed all the time, those opportunities are not going to come because you're not in the right mindset. So energy wise, what energy are you putting out into the world so that you can get these opportunities and be ready for them? And like I said, it's not physically, I'm not saying like, like, oh, I got this promotion or not even promotion, or I got this, um, thing. And, uh, like, I'm not, I'm not ready. I don't feel prepared. That's not what I mean. Because things like that, sometimes you have to go through the process in order to grow and learn. I'm meaning like being open to receiving new things. So just wanted to clarify on that. All right. And now I'm kind of getting into the not being up your ass and getting onto you and looking into your life and, and assessing like, oh shit, am I like not giving enough? I put down, you are enough, right? Because I think so many of us go through life thinking we're not enough and we're not good enough to receive good. And I want to tell you, baby girl, you are enough. You are enough right now. Could you give more? Probably you could, but you are enough right now and you are deserving of the things that you want in your life. So whatever limiting belief that you think about yourself, you got to get rid of it. You got to try working on it. And I, and I heard something today about growth. Um, it was like a little soundtrack and it said, you know, he uh, about healing. And it said, healing is not just trying to be a better version of yourself. Healing is digging deep and working through the past traumas so that a new, so you can heal from those past traumas. You can learn from them because I, from the therapy sessions that I've done, girls, like, I can't tell you how much it's helped me heal. If I just, healing, just trying to get better every single day is great. I've worked on that my entire life. But true healing and looking at my demons, looking at my past, and healing little Jasmine that's inside has made me so much stronger, has really helped me break those limiting beliefs. And that's what I mean by breaking your own limiting beliefs. Digging deep and asking yourself, what do I think that I can accomplish and why? Where does that stem from? And then forgiving whoever, if someone is is the reason, forgiving, forgiving yourself, accepting that the past is the past and then working on it so that you can break those limiting beliefs every single day, breaking those patterns because those patterns will try to come up and hold you back. And being aware of what those patterns are can help you move on to the next process and move on to the next step and be like, okay, this is a pattern. This is a recurring pattern that is trying to make me pull back and believe that I'm not good enough or believe that I'm not deserving. And I'm not going to accept that anymore for myself. So breaking those limiting beliefs because you are enough. You are, you are worthy of the life that you want for yourself. I can't tell you how many times, like when I look back on the life that I had, like growing up in Georgia, like I always knew that I wanted more, but I was so young. I didn't know what, like 
what that really meant, but I knew I wanted more. I knew I wanted the big house. I knew I wanted the designer things. I knew I wanted the fast cars, even though I don't like to drive fast, but I knew that I wanted them. And I don't know where along the way I truly believe that I deserved it. And I, I, and I will say, I think for me, it was growing up with Chris because he believed so much in himself that he was worthy of that life that I started believing that it, I was worthy of it too and that we were worthy of it together and that we could build something together because I do come from, like I've talked about it in my past um, podcast that I do come from you know a Mexican family and they have their own limiting beliefs. And if I was to talk to them about those dreams that I had or the life that I thought I was worthy of having, they 100% did not think that that would happen for me. Not because they didn't think I was worthy of it, just because they didn't really think that I was capable of achieving that life, right? Because it's not realistic to them, but you are enough. And if you want the life that you are so dreaming of, do make the change this year to achieve that. I've seen so much on Pinch, on, on TikTok where girls will literally have these vision boards and they literally stuck to this vision board and saw it every single day. And by the end of the year, they accomplished it. Were they rich? No. Were they famous? No, but they might have crossed off the bag that they wanted. They may have crossed off the the man, right? Because they stopped partying and now they, they kind of settled down a little bit to find the man of their dreams or whatever it is. Like I, it's so great to see that. So have you made a vision board for yourself? Have you written down the things that you want in life? Because I promise as crazy as they may sound, you'll get there. And it doesn't mean that you're going to get the mansion by the end of the year. You may, but you'll get there as long as you believe that you deserve it. So please, please, please believe in yourself. And another little, you know, kind of insight on things like I, I just spoke to one of my friends, like, because she's trying to get a home and she put like, um, kind of uh, a limiting restriction on what she believed she could have. And I was like, why? I'm like, you make great income. You pay like already expensive in rent. Why do you think that you can't have this house, this dream home of yours? And she was like, well, it's just, my parents don't think like that I'm capable of it because they get scared. And what if, what if something were to happen? I'm like, you cannot go living your life thinking, what if something were to happen? If something were to happen, knowing you, you would figure your shit out. So you have to stop putting this limiting belief that you can accomplish this dream home because it's not that your parents don't want it for you. It's because they're scared and it's normal for them to be scared. And, but the thing is that they're putting this fear on you that I, as your friend, don't want you to have. So Next time, what we did is we didn't share any of the information. If I would have shared how much my house was with my parents before buying the home, I would have been stressed the fuck out because my parents would have been calling me like, no, oh my God, and like, there's no way. If my parents knew how much Chris spent on their car, on his car, they would be literally like just scared. Now they've been a little bit more accepting now that they like see that, okay, like we are grown adults and we can handle it. But go, same goes with his family, like, they would have never been, they would have been like, oh my God, no, you guys are crazy. There's no, there's no way. And then we, what would have happened? All that energy would have came into my mind and I would have been like, okay, yeah, no, I'm not good enough. I don't, you know what? Maybe I don't deserve it. Maybe I can't, I can't like afford it. Maybe what if something were to happen? Like all these bad things would come into my head. So I told her, I was like, I know they're your parents, but be reserved onto what you share when it comes to things like that, because it's not that they're purposely trying to scare you. It's that they're 
They're genuinely scared. And it's a limiting belief of them that they think, okay, maybe we can't afford it. So she can't afford it. Right. And that's all there is, but please block that out and truly, truly look at yourself and think, okay, like this is what I feel like I deserve. And I know that I can work hard to deserve that. So you are enough and you're capable of achieving the life that you want. And then I put, it doesn't matter where you are from. You can create a life that you want. It doesn't mean like, look for me. I'm from a small ass town in Georgia and I came to Houston with nothing but a Prius. And I was like, I'm going to make this shit work. We were like, we're going to make this shit work. And we're still constantly making shit work. But you know, it, it's, it is hard. Like, coming from a small town, being a Latino, to think that you're capable of achieving great things, especially because we are on, we are instilled that as Mexicans, you know, it's harder for us and it's harder to be successful unless we're a drug dealer or we're an artist or we're, we're a celebrity, right? It doesn't happen to, to Mexicans unless you're those three things, drug addict, singer, celebrity. If not, you're not going to be a millionaire. Cause it just doesn't happen. You should just be grateful to have a nine to five job with health benefits. To be honest, that's what they tell you to do, but you are capable of so much more. It doesn't matter your race. It doesn't matter where you come from. As long as you have the damn work ethic, you can achieve anything you want. Will there be obstacles? Yes. Will there be people that will turn you down? Yes. Will there be, will you experience racism? Absolutely. But you cannot let those obstacles get in your way. As long as you take those obstacles as a learning lesson and you can move forward, that's all that matters. You can achieve the life that you want regardless of where you come from. And I'm so happy to see it more so now with uh, social media. You know, social media can be, you know, a hard thing, you know, like it's not always the best thing, but honestly, it's, it's I'm so grateful for it because I have the job that I have because of social media. Look at how so many people have grown their businesses because of social media. On TikTok, there's so many famous people that you would look and be like, how the hell are they famous? Like, especially Mexicans that like that, that I'm sure you guys have seen that one Mexican dude that dresses up as a lady, right? He has a whole full on comedy tour now from those TikTok videos, guys. Like that is amazing to see. Can you imagine if he started making those videos and his mom was like, like, get in the house, Ana haciendo. like, what are you doing? Like, why are you like, that's so embarrassing. Why are you doing it? Imagine if you would have stopped, he wouldn't have a whole tour around the U S like, can you imagine? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't matter where you're from, what your race, you know, if you grew up poor or rich, you can accomplish anything that you want and you can make it toward the other end. You can be rich if you work hard enough and you take advice and you watch videos on how to, we've talked about, I'm not going to get into financial, how to make more money. There's tons of videos on the internet. There's tons of things that you can do to make more money, to bring in more income, to bring in passive income, which is what makes you rich. Um, look it up. But you can accomplish anything that you want. It doesn't matter where you're from, what your race is. And look at me, guys. I mean, we're able, I'm, you know, it, it is scary being a Mexican and, and a female, you know, like it is, but I'm not stopping. And I'm not going to take no as an answer. And that leads me to the last thing. Don't take no as a sign to stop your dreams. Okay? Because not everyone will believe in the vision that you have. We just came across a situation like this where we 
spoke to someone about the vision that we have and they turned it down and it was someone we admire a lot. And was it a stop? Yeah, absolutely. Did it hurt a little bit? Yeah, it hurt a little bit. Um, but Chris and I believe in our vision so much that I was like, I'm not taking that no as an answer. That is that person's opinion. And I wanted their opinion and I'm grateful for their opinion. I will take their opinion and their, um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, worry their, uh, what is it? Concern. I will take their, their opinion and concern into consideration, but I'm not going to stop because they don't believe in my vision because I believe in my vision. I truly believe in the vision that we have and that it's going to be successful. So I'm not going to take a note as a, as a damn, no, let me shut it down. Let me shut down this, this project I'm working on because this person doesn't believe in it. No, it just means like, fuck, you know what? It's going to feel bittersweet when this shit happens and you said no. And I can be like, Hey, this turned out to be the best thing. And Hey, it, it could fail. It could fail too. You know, it could, I'm not, do, like I said, I'm not doing this shit because I'm not, I'm just guaranteed success because I'm just like every other person. I'm not guaranteed success just because I start something doesn't mean it's going to be successful. But if it fails, I'm sure I will learn plenty things from my failures. And I'm sure that we will work something out to get out of that failure. I know it. I'm not scared of it, but I'm excited to try it. And so just because people tell you no, doesn't mean you stop. Go to the next person because one out of one of those people, someone's going to say yes. And someone's probably going to believe in your vision. But as long as you believe in the vision and you have the work ethic behind you to pull that vision through and to see that vision through, that's all that matters. So please, please, please don't take no as a way to stop your dreams because a lot of people will tell you no. A lot of people will tell you you're not good enough or that they don't believe in it or that it's going to take a lot of work. Yeah, things are going to take a lot of work. And if you're scared of hard work, then that's just another story. That's another thing for you to, you know, do you deserve the success that you want? Because everything in this world takes hard work. Everything. It's going to take a lot of work, a lot of stress, a lot of effort from you. Um, but as long as you're willing to see that vision come through, that's all that matters. So just wanted to give you guys a little bit more of a motivational talk today because, you know, that person did, like I say it on here, grind my gears a little bit. Um, because I was like, you know what? I I can't believe people go through. I hope that people don't go through life thinking that the only reason to do things is because you're guaranteed a win or you're guaranteed success because shit doesn't happen that way. It, it doesn't. But if you go through your life not trying, that's not a, a, a way to live. I'll, I'll tell you that. That is not a way to live. But anyways, I hope that this podcast resonated with you, this episode and, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not here to make you feel shitty about yourself. I'm here to light a fire up in your ass. Ask yourself, am I giving enough? Did I slack this month with my new year resolution? Can I give more? Let me give more because like Jazzy said, I will be so much stronger if I start now than if I start later down the road. Right? So if you like this episode, please share it with a friend. I have had so many people share it with uh, on their social media. So I appreciate that. Share it with your friend, leave the comments down below, DM me. If you resonated with this podcast, I love listening to all your stories and how you resonate with them. It truly means the world to me. So thank you. Also, when this goes live, the no evil drop will be live too. The bracelets will be restocking in the black, the silver and the gold. So like I told you guys, these sell out. So 
please, please, please be ready as well as the earrings to go with them. The earrings I love so much. I got so many compliments on them yesterday too, because I wore them to the mall and it just, they just look so good guys. They're small hoops. I didn't want to make anything too big because I wanted it to be like an everyday kind of thing, but also you could, it's dressed up enough to where you could dress it up and not have too much bling on if that's the the vibe that you're going for. Like my new vibe is a little bit more streetwear. So I don't like jewelry to be too heavy. I want it to be subtle, but there the earrings just give you that and the bracelets give you that. So, and also, as you guys know, that uh, we started the brand to be a reminder to give off good energy. It has the evil eyes on there because I wanted to have something to make me feel like I was protecting myself when I was dealing with a lot of negativity. So the jewelry was made so that you could feel protected, but it was also made to give you a reminder to give off good energy. So that's where our brand no evil comes from. If you guys are new to the podcast and don't know, that's why I made it. So it has the evil eyes there to help you stay protected. That has little diamonds. The earrings don't have the little diamonds because they're the, the, um, eyes on them are really small, but the bracelets do. So they're there to remind you, you know, to, to help you feel protected, but also to remind you to give off good energy to those that may need it. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode and I will see you guys next Thursday. Bye.